Welcome to Eden Speaks. Our prayer for this podcast is that this can be a place of openness, grace, honesty, and connection with our sisters in Christ and any brothers out there who are tuning in. While this podcast is in connection to our women's ministry at Living Word in Oak Harbor, Washington, we welcome everyone that is looking for real Christ-centered conversations. Some of these conversations may be hard and emotional, stirring up parts of us that we would prefer to keep hidden and protected. Ephesians 5.13 says, But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. Let us be that light to one another. Let's take a step outside of our comfort zone. Let's trust Jesus to show us how to give grace and hope to others, and also put us in a posture to receive it as we engage in a journey of growth. Let's speak the truth of God's word. Let's always speak love. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Eden Speaks, a place of hope, encouragement, and grace. I'm Amy. And I'm Shannon, and we are back, baby. We're back and better than ever. Better than hope. ever. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, we can't, we're not going to guarantee that. No, y'all. we're not making any promises. Those are hopes, <laughs> not promises. <Yeah. laughs> we're trying to coast into the end of this school year I guess I mean it feels like the end of the year even though we know it's not the you know whatever yeah. really end of the year but it's the end of the school year and it's just like year. as we all know it ramps up it just mm-hmm. gets crazier before it all of a sudden the bottom drops out and then it's crickets yep and then here we are <laughs> yeah here, here we, are. we are with children sleeping in and you oh. know <laughs> All the chaos that, I mean, that is a, we could segue right this minute into our topic with that, because honestly, tra- summer is a, not a good thing for me because of that. We're talking transitions today, you guys, but summer is a transition that just, I have a troubles with, I'll tell you all about it. But first I want to hear what you've been doing in a month. I mean, we've been out for a month oh, and a little. We've been, we have been out for a month and a little, um, yeah. well, um, we have officially entered summer, so like we went from a mild spring, you know, 65 degrees to uh, I believe it was 93 today. So, wow. And it's been in the 90s all week. So like we have definitely jumped into summer, which is great. I love it. I love the heat. It makes me happy. And so that's good. Um, is it humid there or is it dry? Yeah, it's humid. Okay. Oh, and you like that? I you love seem it. excited about that. I love really? it. Really? Okay. All right. All right. Did not know my, that about makes you. Makes my skin feel so nice and oh, yeah. just like, it's going to keep me young. Keep me young. You're looking young. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, most of what we've had going on has been with my son. Uh, Drew had surgery on his shoulder. My mom was here for a couple weeks doting on him, of course, because that's what nanas do. They just mm-hmm. spoil their grandchildren. And when one has a busted arm, she just wants to do everything for him. So, and he eats it up because yeah, hello. Um, yeah. So just getting him healed up from that physical therapy, all that type of stuff. Uh, he's joined, a, joined as a junior firefighter for the fire department here so he's just doing all sorts of things wow that's awesome I'm cheering him on he's busy being, busy a, kid. being, being biggest his biggest cheerleader so they really are in their summer break already like not yet no oh, okay they, I was gonna say wow have uh 12 days of school left okay. 
which he likes to not only remind me that he has 12 days of school left, but that in that many days, he will then officially be a senior. So I'm like, salt, wound, ouchie. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I hear you. That's been busy stuff. Uh, we are not officially summer here. We're not even close to summer here. Every once in a while, the sun comes out. Mm-hmm. but it is windy and rainy and dark and cloudy pretty much all the time still yeah um it still snows on the paths right now this year and it's just a mess it's been weird um I did go visit my parents in eastern Washington and it was sort of sunny there but it wasn't the normal spring even there yeah. and the day I came home from there it was raining there and that never happens so we're in a very bizarre lull here in the state of Washington yeah um yeah so it's been kind of nasty and we um were in the middle of baseball season season so we were out in that weather we are officially done with that which is another huge transition mm-hmm. <laughs> um we yeah lots of crazy weather for baseball but um Gage's team was in the playoffs but they just um lost out and so they are officially done with that so no more dealing with the weather but um yeah I mean that's kind of what we've been up to I feel like I finished a couple of, or I finished my last four classes in just the regular school season. And now I'm officially, I had two weeks off and then I'm officially in the summer season, which worked out perfect because for him to be done with baseball, even though that's Mm. been very, very sad. Now I can actually have time for for school because I was juggling all the things like trying to figure out how do I get to every single game? Because we went to every game, every single game and get my reading done and get my homework done. I just feel like I was Rob and Peter to pay Paul like no other thing ever. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, so now that's done and we're just waiting for the end of school. I'm going to meet with some friends this weekend to talk about the senior party for um, some of our boys are, want to have their like graduation party all together instead of doing, so they didn't have to hop around. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be now focusing on all that stuff. So that's kind of what we're we're heading into that. So it's going to be, yeah. it's going to stay busy. Like we said, the yeah. end of the year is always so crazy busy. Well, and I think just especially for you guys, like because Gage is a senior and that just means that there's lots of things that mm-hmm. are happening. Like the end of the school year, yes, is like crazy. But I think when you have that kiddo that's actually graduating from high school, like that's a, that's a, a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We totally Oh my gosh. Brett and I were talking about this yesterday in the kitchen. And I was saying, cause you know, COVID numbers are kind of, kind of creeping up. And I was like, Oh, maybe they'll cancel. <laughs> I don't mean this. So don't write any letters or nasty things, but I was like, Oh, maybe they'll cancel graduation. <laughs> Just like they canceled graduation. So my daughter's graduation got canceled in 2020. And honestly, I'm like, it's like the Lord is blessing me. And, and not that I wanted her to be robbed of that, but it's like that whole seen like all those crazy events you have to be on top of and be keep track of and just negotiate and navigate um I do not thrive in and so yeah it's coming my way and mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't think I'm getting out of it so I might as Probably well just be settle right in and yep enjoy the ride but except yeah, what's so. coming towards you yeah except what's coming towards me totally which is a transition and like I mentioned we are talking all about transitions today you guys we figured that was pretty fitting since we're heading into our spring season and Amy you mentioned even when we were just kind of um kind of doing a layout of what are we going to talk about today how seasons in and of themselves are natural transitions whether we like them or not I mean that's just right there built in yeah 
yeah, it's like that physical representation of the, I mean, that's a term that we use, oh, the changing of the season, you know, like, and not just Mm -hmm. in regards to Mm -hmm. like literal, like seasons of our life, you know, um, we use that terminology because it is, it's like a, a real, like, you can, you can see it in front of you, you know, you see the landscape changing, you see all of it. And I think that so many, so often we overlook the other types of transitions that we're having, uh, big, small, in between. Mm-hmm. We, we fail to recognize that that's what it is. And we may just be feeling chaotic. I mean, you and I had a conversation about this last week and I was telling you how I was feeling mm-hmm. totally chaotic and like just really like my feet weren't tied to the ground. And so much of it was just this upcoming, like for whatever reason, it's just reality that we're going into Drew's last year of high school. And mm-hmm. my, my little mama heart is just having a hard time with that, you know, because I know that this time next year, we're going to be having major transitions. And so I think I was just like kind of anticipating that this next year is going to be full of them. Uh, but I wasn't identifying it as that until you and I started talking and I was able to talk through it. And then I was like, I think it's just, there's so many changes coming and there's so much, and kind of that's what led us to like, this is a good topic to talk about because I'm mm-hmm. sure a lot of people feel this way right now and obviously throughout the year, but this this time of year is a big transition time for a lot of people with school getting out and going into summer and you know all those types of things. But I think that we can, if we aren't paying attention, then we don't, we aren't able to accurately be like, oh, like there's so much transition going on and it's just like, there's a lot of unknown or whatever that might be. We're just like, oh my gosh, I'm losing my mind, you know? So yeah. Really yeah. being able to take that step back and be like, oh gosh, we do have a lot going on. We have this going on and this is changing and that's changing. Like change is hard. Transition time is hard because we get used to doing things a certain way. So yep. uh, yeah, it's, it's a thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny. I get this image when you just said, it's like my feet aren't on the ground. It's like, I have this image where you're like holding onto like a rope and your feet aren't on the ground. They're like, flying out behind you almost like almost like when Mary Poppins comes to town and everyone's like hanging on and there goes the wind or and then in a way it's like you're responding to this thing that's coming at you Mm -hmm. um another I'm just what am I metaphorical today another metaphor or another kind of word picture I have for that is like when you see like a thunderstorm coming in off Mm -hmm. the coast or you see like a tornado coming at you or whatever it's like you're like I see it and it's almost like our bodies like respond to them what we see or what we have a sense that is coming but it's weird because I think a lot of times once we're in it we don't have quite as much of a as a visceral response I don't know if if I at least that's for me I feel like it's almost worse as it's coming in but then when I'm in it I don't know it's like I can settle in but maybe that's just everybody's different and how that is but yeah I think everybody probably does have like their own because I'm sure there are some people that are really great at just doing the thing until they have yeah. to acknowledge that there's that transition and I'm like I can like oscillate between the two because I'm super good at being in denial and just being like nope this isn't happening it's fine like everything's fine but everything's on fire you know like yeah I can, totally. I can go to that space like and just be like I'm just going to ignore all the things that I'm feeling and I'm just going to like just keep forging ahead and you know whatever um but 
obviously I can also be in that space where like I'm, I will do the same thing that you do where it's like I see it coming and that also like almost makes me more anxious than anything but then when it's actually like I gotta walk mm-hmm. through it it's like okay I got this it's yeah it's like no problem mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. a lot of it could be situational too you know I think there's something true that, you know, bigger emotional things for me I tend to want to um, just avoid altogether because that's yeah just <laughs> <laughs> totally totally um I think it's funny how, you know, you were even just like the season thing. And I think I alluded to this a little bit in the intro when I was like, I don't know. So it's a running joke that like, um, that I hate summer (laughs) and that's such a horrible thing to say, but I can, and I'm better now. And now that my kids are older, but when my kids were little and summer would come, I was like the worst time for me because I really do, um, schedule. Well, I do schedule and structure well, and summer obviously doesn't have a schedule or a structure. And there would be times I try to like create them or whatever, but ultimately it was, it has always kind of been painful for me. So like transitioning into that season where there's like these open-ended days and, you know, like it's this kind of uh, meandering pace, like in the past, I did not do well with that. Like I said, I do better now because for one thing I have to go off to work because I didn't work when my kids were younger, but I work now. And so I've got to go to work every day. So there's a structure for me and I can also tune out like what's going on at home. Sometimes I get a little FOMO where I'm like, what are they doing? It's so fun today and I have to go to work and blah, blah, blah. So I do get a little that way because my husband's a teacher. So he gets summers off too. So um, there is that component, but I don't know. There was just something about that. So like uh, seasonal transitions and then, but then going back into school, some people hate that because it's just ramping up or into the fall, it's ramping up and you gotta, you gotta show up and you gotta be there and it's, you're more on a time crunch. But like for me, I actually really like that because I feel like I like the structure. I like to know like, okay. And I don't need that seven days a week. In fact, I'd hate it if it were seven days a week, but the five days a week, I'm actually like, this is quite nice. I know when, I know when this is happening and that is happening and that is happening. Um, which makes me laugh because I feel like with, you know, having older kids and now my husband, he, he teaches, like I said, he's a teacher, but he teaches at OVA, which is our online virtual Academy here in Oak Harbor. And sometimes like he'll get up and he'll like work from home really early. And then he'll like, you know, kind of have a slower morning and go to the gym and do whatever, and then go in sort of to the office. And sometimes I'm kind of like, if I'm home, if I'm like working from home, or if I have, you know, if I have, I'm doing school that day. And so I'm not going to go into the office. I'm going to be here. I'm part of me. It's like, when are you going to leave? Like that transition alone, like drives me nuts. Like the comings and the goings, like waiting for someone to come and then waiting for them to go again. (laughs) I feel like I sound like such a control freak, which it might be part of it. I mean, we as women really like you know, we like to know stuff and we like to have that level of control. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but even that, I was just laughing how I'm like, even just weird little transitions from like, you know, when I come home from work, that, that time between when I come home from work and dinner time, like sometimes I can get angsty in there because I could do lots of things. I could fold the laundry or I could, you know, answer emails or I could, I mean, there's so many things I could do. I could go for a walk. I could, and I feel like in that time, that makes me that transitional time, um, you know, where I have open-ended time and waiting for people to come home. I just, I don't know, for some reason, I've just been noticing lately, like I don't do that well. Mm-hmm. And that's a transition, that's yeah. a transition within my day. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course there's these bigger transitions and, you know, like we said, seasonal transitions and it's just weird to me Yeah, how it works. It is. I wish we could ask all of you guys, like, what do you think? What are your transitional problems? <laughs> Well, I imagine we would get, if we asked 50 people, we would get 
50 different versions. Like there might be similarities or something like that, but like, I think each person would like have that thing that is hard for them. Like there could be a handful of people that agree that like that transition from everybody getting home in the evening into like dinner time and like through the evening and then to bedtime, like is a really hard time, but it would be different, like different specifics as to why that is so mm-hmm. hard because obviously all yeah. of them, you know, those types of things, but I think that everybody would have like that thing where they're like, oh gosh, I hate that part. Like, it's just that part of the day is, is so difficult. And the, in the different, you know, like seasons of life, like different ages of kids and that type of stuff is going to change what part, like what transitions are difficult and why they're difficult. And, you know, cause like for me, when Drew was little, because I did work, we had structure all the time. Like it didn't matter if it was summer or if it wasn't summer because I was going to work. So therefore he was going to his summer program. And so we were still getting up in the morning and like keeping with that whole same routine because I still had to be to work at the same time and all those types of things. So that part, like that never really changed for us. It was harder for me when he was older and he wasn't going to those programs anymore. And I'm like, it's 1030 get up, you know, like you can't sleep the day away, you know, and like, really, he had nothing, like not a whole lot better to do. So yeah, he's like, why? Oh, yeah, like, why? (laughs) You know, so I mean, it's a little different now, because he has a job. And so you know, he has other things that he needs to do, and so on and so forth. But Mm -hmm. it was harder for me when he was older, and I still had that structure, but he didn't. So, you know, like, we're kind of like flip flopped in that. And what was hard about that, but like, Mm -hmm. it's still, yeah, like, I think I really like structure also. I like to just have that routine and we are like, our family as a whole is very much like a, a creature of, we're creatures of habit. And we just like, (laughs) it's funny. I said this to my sister the other day about how we're creatures of habit, because, um, so for those of you that are military spouses, you know, that when you go to the commissary, the baggers work on tips only right like that's how they get their money they don't get an hourly wage or anything like that they only work on tips so same here you know we we go to the commissary on the air force base that's nearby and i was you know i go every saturday and do my grocery shopping because that's what i do and that's like my routine and when i was i gave the nice young man his you know dollars for loading my groceries into my car and all that and he's like see you next saturday I know that I'm there every Saturday because I'm there every Saturday you know like we're just totally of habit so I I do I like that structure um, and it's hard for me when things get discombobulated or you know like or if that transition isn't going the way that it normally does right because we are like so like Mm-hmm. that creature pattern like our our week tends to run pretty standard you know sometimes we have the random thing in there that changes it up or whatever but I sometimes feel like if a wrench gets thrown in that I wasn't anticipating then that transition gets hard for me like it could be something is something <laughs> I never understood this when I was growing up but now I totally get it like we forgot to take the meat out of the freezer for what we were having for dinner that night Mm-hmm. Well, now our whole dinner schedule is thrown off because now we have to thaw the meat, 
before we can actually start cooking the meat. So that means we're mm -hmm. going to eat later. That means like it just bumps everything back, right? And so then that transition into dinner time gets stressful for me because I'm like, oh, I'm hungry and nobody wants a hangry Amy. Everybody knows that. So, you know, like <laughs> when, when like wrenches get thrown in it, that's hard for me. You know, I really have to like take a deep breath and be like, it'll be fine. Okay, so dinner's mm -hmm. gonna like we're gonna eat like half an hour later than what I thought we were gonna eat. Mm -hmm. Not a huge deal. Like we'll be fine. But I really have to kind of like talk myself through that. Be like, take a chill pill. You're all right. Yeah, it's have the one in you. I think. Yeah, have a snack. <laughs> totally. Totally. Fingers. Oh man, isn't it so weird? I know because I'm just trying to think about like I wonder if and even just everybody listening like you know and when you think about in your own life, like where do you kind of hit sticking points with transitions? I mean, obviously we'll talk about some bigger transitions here in a second, but with the small transitions, like where are these sticking points? And like noticing like, well, what is a common denominator? What are some common denominators within that? Um, you're kind of saying like, you know, when it gets outside of that, that structure, which I'm, you know, I was saying that too. Another thing that I was, you know, kind of noticing and um, just being aware of is like, if there's almost that, well, it's part of the structure thing, but if when there's too much open-ended, in fact, for example, I can get a little angsty about like Sabbath um, because it's, you know, an entire day of do whatever I want or do what I feel led to. But mm -hmm. sometimes I can be like, oh, I don't know what I feel led to. What should I be? <laughs> and sometimes I get like, oh my gosh, like it's too open in it. It's almost like it's too much freedom. It's too much space. But I remind myself that, okay, it's a 24 hour period of time. And even if I literally make the wrong choice or whatever, which I don't think there's a wrong choice, but, um, you know, if I do, you know, I could have done this and, you know, boy, I really should, whatever. I don't even know what the reasoning behind it would be because it's not like I, you know, it's Sabbath, so I'm not running around trying to be productive, right. but I can feel really angsty about that. Now for me, I mean, I mean, I just mentioned, you know, well, that's, that's your one, but for me, that's my, you know, I am, I, uh, as a four, I'm on the, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, idealist. I'm an idealist. I'm in the idealist triad. So I'm going to be like, uh, it's going to be hard for me sometimes to make a decision within that. And I wonder if that's partly why some of the transitions, you know, and one of the big transitions, like for us, that's coming up is like, we're going to be empty nesters. Like we will have our home will be wide open. And I'm like, what are we going to do with all that space and with all that time and with all that? Now, granted, I still have a full-time job and I'm going to still be in school for some time here. And um, we're involved in ministries and we're involved in, you know, Brett is a coach. And so he has a season where he has a season where he is away coaching. And um, that, so there, there are things within that, but there is just going to be so much more open-ended space. And I'm like, there's almost a part of me that looking into that transition, like oh, I have to fill it with something. I don't know if that's really true. I don't know if I really do need to do that, but, um, and maybe I think that because I don't know if I want to sit around and feel the vastness of that transition going into that transitional period, that new space, um, might be a little on the painful side. So like, okay, well, here we are. And what's now, what's my purpose. And now what's my, you know, all the different things, um, that come with it. I mean, I know God is so totally in it and, but it's still, I mean, it's on my mind. I literally said, and Brett was like, are we talking about this right now? I literally said, what happens if we don't like each other this time of the year next year? And he was like, <laughs> huh? <laughs> so it was very random. He was just like, whoa, but I'm like, but it's on my mind. Like, 
you know, like what, what will this look like? What will it feel like? And as we go into this unknown territory, I mean, it's the places that it's what I'm asking. I'm just curious. Yeah. And I was literally thinking that like, well, you guys are stepping into a space where like, you don't have any other distract, like you're not going to have the distractions that you're used to having, even in simply having Gage in the house. Like his physical presence there, even if he's in his bedroom or, or even if he's not there, but knowing that he will be coming home later that evening or whatever, like that will not be there. And it's like, you aren't going to have his sports stuff and those types of things to like take up some of that time, which opens us up for more time with our significant other, but maybe we're Mm -hmm. just not used to having that much exposure to them. I think that's a very common thing that people going into empty empty nesters, I think that at that point, and then also when one or both people retire, mm-hmm. like all of a sudden mm-hmm. there's all this time together. Like there's not work that is distracting now. And I think a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, am I gonna get tired of having you around because I love you, but I'm not used to having you around this much. Yeah. That's a change. That's legit. Yeah. It's a change in rhythm. It's a change in everything. And so it's understandable why you're like having that question of like, oh my gosh, are we still going to like each other? Like, are we going to like each other when we get to have this much time together without distraction from other people living in our home? Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a very, very valid question. And Mm -hmm. I have all the confidence in the world that you guys will be just fine, but that doesn't change the fact that it is going to be an adjustment and it is going to be you guys figuring out like, what does this look like for us now? Like, what does it mean for our alone time? What does it mean? How does it change how we spend our quality time together? Those types of things. Because mm-hmm. I think that totally. we, when, when it feels like there's more opportunity for alone time, I think the thing we have to be careful of is that we don't become complacent in how we spend that time. Because when we, I mean, think about when you have littles, right? Like you get an hour alone with your spouse, you like soak up every minute of that, right? Because you know, you don't know when that's going to happen again. You don't know when you're going to get an hour of quiet time with just your spouse to Mm -hmm. spend however you want to spend. But when there's like, like you said, a lot of open-endedness of what it's going to look like, I think we can sometimes be like, oh, we have all the time we want together. So we're not making it as quality as we tried to before. Sure, so, being less intentional, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Being That's a perfect way to put it. Being less intentional in spending the time together in a, in like, there's a lot of quantity of it, but what's our quality that we're having together? Mm-hmm. And so even that is going to be part of that change and that transition into being empty nesters of how that looks for you guys. So Brett and all of his fiveness might be like, what the heck, like, are you talking about right now? <laughs> but I get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. The same thing, you know, like our brains just work yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. So crazy. Um, it's like life stage therapy, by the way, what you're kind of talking about here. I'm guessing you've had a lot of people, you know, kind of being like, okay, now this is happening. And like you said, with retirement too, like, I think it's important. One thing that I think is important is to be willing to kind of admit um, and kind of confess, even we've talked about, you know, confession before, like offering, like, this is actually what I'm feeling. Isn't it crazy? Mm -hmm. We look at this with me because there's something about that. 
Um, there's something powerful about sharing that along the lines of sharing story where we're just kind of saying like, hey, um, I do think that this is this is sad, but this is also really great. Like I'm kind of excited about it. Or, uh, you know, in retirement, I hear this all the time where in retirement, like couples are kind of like, can you go find something to do, please? Yeah. Like where they're just, you know what I mean? Like being honest and being like, they're kind of driving me nuts. So like, you know, they're just around all the time. What are we doing? What are we doing? Are you going to go to Costco? I would love to go to Costco with you. Oh, are you going to go? And it's like, no, I want to go by myself. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like just being on it, being able to, um, being able and not necessarily to each other. I don't know that that is the right thing. You'll have to say, Amy, because you are the therapist here, but I feel like I'm not hundred percent positive. Like there's a way to talk about that. But I do think there is like, you know, you can sort of confess that and like vent it out and kind of get it out. Like, this is how I feel, blah, blah, blah. But we do still have to consider, you know, the feelings involved. Like, I don't, I don't want, like, even how I was saying, like, you know, there'll be times when Brett kind of has a slower morning and he kind of leaves, you know, later or whatever. And we kind of feel like we're sometimes on top of each other. I, I do feel the Holy Spirit stirring in me, like, don't make him feel unwanted. Like the Holy Spirit is telling me, do not make him feel unwanted. Mm-hmm. And I am like, got it. Like where I'm just, then I have to like check myself. Like this is his home too. And he can have the space and time. And it's, yeah. and this is really a me thing, not a him thing. Yeah. So what's really going on. And if I do ask a question, like, can you tell me what your schedule is today? That I'm not just like, when are you leaving? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those are two very different questions. What's your schedule today and when are you leaving? When are you leaving? Yes. Right. You're, you're, yeah. you're looking for the same information but how you're approaching it is going to get to very different responses. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, we're called to be, you know, if we are, we want to be a good representation of Jesus and he is kind and caring and loving and gentle. Well, okay. You know, I want that to come out of me, even though there is a part of me that wants to say, when are you leaving? So I can tell you all out there listening, (laughs) but sometimes I'm like thinking, when are you leaving? Um, But ultimately, like I, like I said, I don't, I don't want him to feel like unwanted. I don't want him to feel like I can't literally wait. Now, there are also times I'm like, can we work with our schedule so we're not on top of each other in the bathroom or we're not on top of each other in the kitchen or we're not, you know, like, hey, when do you have to be gone today? Like <laughs> that sort of thing. I'm guessing it just- that difficult than anything though sometimes, sure. you know, like when you're just trying to share space and like when, like even you saying like, you're like thinking, oh my gosh, when are you going to leave? Like, I, I don't hear you saying like, I don't want you around it's more like, this is a change to how I usually do things in the morning. And for me, that's uh-huh. uncomfortable. So like, you're right. You just need to kind of check yourself and be like, okay, I need to be a little bit flexible. Like the world doesn't revolve around my schedule. Like, like you said, it's his house too, but just mm-hmm. that, maybe that education piece of like, okay, this is what it's going to look like for you this morning. Okay. That's a, I can accurately set an expectation of what the morning is going to be like, and, you know, kind of go from there because yeah. I mean, I, I like my routine and if it's, if somebody else is going to be in that space, it's going to change in my routine. I kind of want to know about it. So mm-hmm. yeah, mostly you yeah. can make those, you know, make those adjustments and um, just kind of, yeah, figure out what it's, what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Transition yeah. I mean, and it's just communicating, right? It's like communicating and kind of talking through, um, you know, and sharing, and in a way, maybe sharing some expectations, like being really good about sharing expectations. I think, um, you know, home transitions do kind of 
uh, warrant like sharing of expectations and high levels of communication. Um, I think that's really important and just like caring for one another and staying like in cohesion and staying like a, um, a connected unit, which yeah. is important for us and, our, and, you know, in the four walls of our home, I think really, really important. Um, another place where, and we haven't touched on this yet, but like work transitions, I mean, you just transitioned to a new job, um, you moved and did all that's about a bunch of transitions, yeah. but I mean, like, so, so starting a new job, that's a new transition or, or bringing someone in to a, a job that you've already been doing. Like, I think that there's dynamics and chemistry and all the different things. And I think every profession has different nuances to it when new people kind of come in. Um, but I think that's a very stressful transition too. Well, yeah. I mean, on like on Tom's end of it, like he had a major transition work-wise and not just professionally, but emotionally and mentally leaving the Navy after 20 years. And then there was this whole other layer. And for anybody out there that is a military spouse, especially those that have a spouse that is a chief, like there's a whole identity that comes with that, right? Like making chief in the Navy is like an amazing accomplishment. And what, you know, especially people that are in for the long haul, like they want that. They, that's what they're striving for is to make chief, to go through that initiation, to get pinned. Like it's, it's a whole thing. And so there's like this brotherhood that comes with it. And, you know, you go on base, like that's, have a good day, chief. Like it's a name, right? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, like it, so it's, it's just a whole thing. So for him, there was not only that transition of leaving the military, something that he had known since he was 18 years old. I mean, the guy hadn't had a civilian job in 20 years. So, but kind of making that shift from, I mean, once a chief, always a chief. That's, that's just how it is. But now mm-hmm. you're a retired chief, you know, that's not really part of that identity anymore. You're not like just elbow deep in that brotherhood anymore. It's, it's a a really, that was a hard, a hard transition for him. Sure. That would mess with the person's identity. Yeah. 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 Like a part of his identity was stripped away in an instant. Mm -hmm. Right. And we had conversation leading up to it and I was very vocal and like, Hey, I just need you to be aware of this because I know this is going to be something that is going to be a process for you. And it was, it was. And there was a point, you know, after four or five months where he's like, did I make the wrong choice? You know, because he just was like, I'm trying to figure out who I am and where I'm landing and just what this is going to look like didn't help. He hated his job at that point. So that was definitely making that a whole lot harder, but yeah, that professional piece and those types of, of changes are huge. I mean, when you think about it, we spend so much time every day, every week, every month with the people that we work with in our job, in our profession, more time than we generally do with our family for the most part. And so Mm -hmm. when there's big changes there, that like Mm -hmm. rocks everything. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely a, a, a major, a major thing that, that happens. And, and like, like I was saying earlier about how sometimes we overlook when we're making transitions, I think that's a big one that a lot of people do overlook is how impactful their work life is on their personal life and changes Mm. in that or unhappiness in that, how much that impacts things and can cause so much turmoil. And so just really, you know, taking a good look at like, 
am, am I working to live or living to work? Or like, what is, how is this job impacting me? Is it impacting me positively? Is it bringing good things? Because it, it is, it, it's, it can really, <laughs> it really change what are the, the quality of our life. And not just in the sense of like financially or anything like that, but just like relationally and emotionally, if we're unhappy at work. Oof, it's real hard to be happy in other areas of our life because right. we have yeah. in the back of our mind, like, oh, I got to go back tomorrow or, you know, even I don't have a choice. Yeah. yeah like this is what I got to do. So yeah, that's a, an excellent point that like that professional piece of it is huge. Mm-hmm. I know in ministry, it can be a big deal, um, which is funny because I don't really know. I can't always pinpoint, you know, why we haven't had, uh, well, we have, I mean, but like, obviously our, you know, Drew, our lead pastor has been constant and a handful of us have all been constant, but we have had some transition here or there and the comings and goings and, and does cause a lot of stress and sort of upheaval. And I'm, I mean, I think some of it in ministry is because you like Drew was saying recently, like we've all been on the, for those of us who've been there since, you know, kind of essentially when he started, we we're hitting around the five-year mark. We're kind of in this really awesome kind of rhythm with one another, um, you know, know each other really well, have hearts for one another. I mean, you know, living life, lives with one another, that kind of thing. Um, and that is so helpful. But when you take, you know, any bit of that out, that can be so disruptive in the cohesion and in the rhythm. I also think, you know, for us in ministry, there's a spiritual component to that too. I mean, I'm not saying that that's not true everywhere, but like, it's very evident in, um, you know, ministry that there is going to be a 100% a spiritual component to transitions, the comings and goings, people coming, um, coming in on, you know, joining staff, people leaving staff, why people leave, how people leave, all that kind of stuff can be um, just really impacted spiritually too. So I just know that those transitions can be, I mean, you hear about it all the time. I, I feel blessed that we haven't had a lot of that crazy um, I mean, we have had some, but we have, we have kind of stuck together and it hasn't felt so completely like, um, inside out, upside down. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's not division. It hasn't been divisional, um, which is really, really good. I feel so blessed for that, but I, you don't hear that all the time on the yeah. ministry, but the, I think that is, you know, I mean, well, if we're going to talk about transitions, yeah. I mean, work has to be one of those things. Um, and you know, you mentioned even retirement when people, you know, transition out of working altogether. I mean, that, you know, even there's the component of, well, now you're home, but there's also the component of like, well, now I'm leaving. I mean, you know, Tom retired, even though he's not a retirement age, but military wise, right? Yeah. Like it, it, that's, that's a legit thing and something to be just, you know, present with and like, how's that going to feel? And um, some of this is just stopping and taking um, time to ask yourself some of the questions, right? Yeah. What do I think about this? How is this going to impact me? And obviously we don't have to plan. Like, I don't need to start planning my retirement. How am I going to feel at retirement? Um, but I, but I am like, how am I going to feel as, as an empty nester? Like, how am I going to feel? My kids are, and by the way, I just got done saying the other day and Brett was like saying, he's like, you know, the kids are going to be home. They're going to be home all summer. Da, 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 da. And I was like, oh yeah. And then I was thinking like, <laughs> I was thinking like, that might be like a normal and feel like a normal transition, but after an entire year with them gone, I mean, they'll come for Christmas and that kind of thing. You're gone and then they're back again at summer. I don't know if I'm going to like that. <laughs> That's going to be a whole different type of transition. 
I mean, I'm just, again, just being really honest. Like, what is that going to feel like? I mean, I'm not wondering already what that's going to feel like, but I'm just like, that'll be funny. Cause I'll probably be like, you're here. What are you doing here? <laughs> you know, okay. Get your laundry out of that, whatever, you know what I mean? Not all that kind of stuff. And just, yep. you know, more bodies in the house again and all the, all the different things. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, even just having, when Alyssa comes home, she, I adore having my daughter home, but she's, she's um it started when the first covid year but she she's got some habits where she'll have like six coffee cups upstairs almost full to the brim of coffee that she, i'm not sure why she fixed it because she didn't drink it <laughs> it's up there and it's got like you know the cream has come to the top and it's i'm just like what is happening or they're all in the fridge like half like you know whatever there's a lot of that anyway just funny stuff like that we're like okay is this what we're doing now we're just gonna have <laughs> there's no room in the fridge because there's all these like half drink drinks that are yep. anyway silly stuff like that it doesn't really matter but it's like oh look at that <laughs> mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> yep yeah all yep. the things are we flexible enough are we you know i know that i am not sometimes yeah like i it, I'm not even going to try to kid myself nor any of you that sometimes I'm just not because especially if it's a change or something different that I don't necessarily want. Like I, I want to, like I would like want to dig my heels in, you know, mm -hmm. I want to be like, no, 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 no. Like if I just resist hard enough, it's not going to happen. It's like, okay, we know that's not true. And I don't generally stay in that space for an excessively long amount of time. But if, if I know that I'm, it's not going to be something that's going to feel good. I, I do. I want to fight against it and, and just not be flexible and almost go the opposite and like try to be so rigid with it that I'm going to force it back into the way that I want it to be or that like the way that it was before and we know that's not healthy but you know mm -hmm. this is a safe space so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you mm -hmm. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah totally so you know like I think that that is is something to always be aware of and to yeah I think it, it's it's good to just ask yourself those questions mm -hmm. you don't have to have the right answer to the question you can be like nope screw that up royally like I'm not judging myself. I'm just being honest with myself of like, mm -hmm. I need to work on that. And mm -hmm. I think that that's just a, I like to think of that as growth when I'm able to like ask myself those questions and then be able to respond to myself honestly, but not beat myself up for it and be like, oh, yeah, okay. I need to, I need to do some work around that <laughs> a little bit yeah, because yeah. that was, I was not my best self with those things. And I think that being flexible in those ways when things are changing and are going to be different is hard for a lot of us. Yeah. And sometimes yeah, we just and having grace. Like, yeah. And like and having grace for ourselves. And literally what I was going to say is having friends that also show you so much grace, but also will challenge us in that which is I feel like something that you and I do all the time like we can like have this really awesome like and but thing where it's like I see totally. you I feel you I get you like I can like put myself exactly where you are right now and completely understand exactly what you're feeling and why you're feeling that way but also have you thought about this right and like challenging yep. challenging each other in that way and being like 
okay, but let's think about this too, you know, or have you thought about it this way? Or I, I like, I'm getting this vibe or whatever to just like lovingly walk through that because sometimes you just need another perspective. You need somebody mm-hmm. to be like, I got you girl, but I see what you're doing. I need you to come over here with me for a sec and like yeah, let's right. step out yeah. of that. Right. So I think that like, that's, that's an important piece of it too, is like being gentle on ourselves, but also having those like loving people around us that will be there with us in that and be like, okay, here, take my hand. Let's, mm-hmm. let's do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need you to, I need yeah, you to, totally I need to loosen the reins a little bit on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I always think a second set of eyes, you know, like, or more than, more than two, if that's helpful or yeah. whatever, more than two eyes, <laughs> more than two eyes, yeah. we'll have two eyes. Um, yeah. Second set of eyes on things like, Hey, this is kind of where, this is the perspective I'm coming from, but you're right. Like, I just think it does help. It helps increase our awareness of like, what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And it helps us to really expand that question asking space yeah. um, inside. And we can't have grace. Sometimes things just look how they look and it doesn't have to be, they don't have to be pretty. They don't have to be all tied up and they don't have to be, you know, but um but I think sometimes we want to avoid them all together so that it feels like they are all tied up and it looks pretty, <laughs> but we're I really just no avoiding idea it. what you're talking about right <laughs> now, Shannon. No idea oh. at all. Why are you looking at me like that? I didn't need to feel like <laughs> 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 Boring into you. Um, totally. The other end of the spectrum would be like, just hype, like just being a, like a boss and being like this is like understanding that okay I'm under distress and in order to to care for that distress in this transitional period I'm just gonna boss everyone around and kind of be the enforcer like that's not you know we're not that's not good either um and I'm guessing like we swing and and you know oscillate between the two or maybe we have more tendency to go you know one or the other or you could just yeah the classic like over under functioner yeah that's right how we function in uh, severe stress. You see, you see it a lot uh, when people are grieving or like when there's uh, like a death in the family, mm-hmm. how people respond. Like you have those people that is shut down and like don't want to do anything. And then you have those people that are just like, they plan everything. Everything is just like, go, go, go. And like, they are just taking care of all the business that needs to be taken care of. Right. Because yep. We, we do tend to go in one of those directions, right? Like that's just that avoidance of like, I'm just going to keep my mind so busy that I don't have to think about what is happening or we may numb ourselves and just like completely shut down. Like, I think that we do have a tendency to lean more one way than the other. I don't think that it's like a black and white type of thing where it's like, I always do this or I always do that. But I do think that we have a, a tendency to lean mm-hmm or one way than another in those situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the growth comes when you when you take, when you're like, in the past I've responded this way, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna cling to the Father, right? Ask the Lord. I'm gonna trust the Holy Spirit working in me and move one step towards the middle. Mm-hmm. Whether you're on the far right or the far left of the you know mm-hmm. spectrum of how we handle and navigate um, yeah. just hard situations. Yeah. yeah, it's taking one step toward like, okay, can I find a more balanced way to approach this? Can I be more flexible? Can I be more open? Can I be more engaged? Yeah. Can I be more willing to, you know, share my feelings or feel my feelings or yeah, I mean, yeah. those are growth steps. Um, 
And I think as we you know have conversations like this and share where we're at in the midst of them, that helps. It helps with that because um, when we when we feel when we know we're not alone, we we are. We feel we feel more capable, more able, more bolstered to do the hard work. Yeah. Um, that's just community. One hundred percent togetherness. Yeah. yeah. I think that's how we're built. We're built to be in community. We're built to be lifted up by others around us to lift others up to just be part of that bigger that bigger picture we're all important pieces of that and contribute in different ways and yeah that's how we I think that's how God created us I think that's that's why things are the way that they are because he knows that he knows that we need that yeah for sure so we are equipped for it and he shows up he comes alongside he oh gosh yeah helps us we just have to be i mean all i have to do is reach for him i mean he shows up even when we don't do that but i mean to be really intentional like i am not going to be able to do this unless you show up and which he's always here it's us who's not present (laughs) it's us he is always present it's us who are who is not present and so being really intentional about like um, you know, one trick I do is if I know I'm going to be triggered, if I know I'm going to be having a hard time, if I know like I'm going to be in the face of a component of transition, since we're specifically talking about that, I just, I will just utter his name under my breath and just be like, I, and it just helps reorient the way I'm thinking and it helps filter through, you know, helps allow a filter to be, come into place really intentionally. Because I know that I'm going to be sad or I'm going to be upset or I'm going to be sensitive or I'm going to be reactionary. Um, I'm going to want to be, you know, react instead of respond. And I don't want to do that, especially when transitions are happening all around. It's kind of like when, you know, we are, we're in the midst of, midst of that quote unquote distress and other situations. Hello, our lives are still functioning all around us. We still have to show up for stuff. We still have to engage with people. We still have to do all the things. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes those hard situations are informing um, how we're going to respond or react to those around us and totally different things that have nothing to do with it. I know that I, I feel like for myself right now, it's just this emotional season and the hard, like, okay, we got to do all the planning and all those stuff I got to navigate. I do have to be really aware that that might spill over into other places that have nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. I might lash out or I might, you know, just get, I don't know. I feel like I can get kind of super needy as if we were swimming in a lake and we would come up, I would come upon you and I would grab you and I would sink you. <laughs> that was so peaceful for just a second and then it yeah, wasn't right? <laughs> yeah, you're swimming in the lake and here I come and I'm just like <laughs> grab you right over the top of the head and down you go no it might it might look like that I mean it could you wouldn't be doing it on purpose but you know yeah. I didn't mean to drown you <laughs> yeah sorry oh man yeah good stuff yeah good good yeah and I think we just need to need to embrace that this is part of life it's always going to be part of life it's never going to stop being part of life it's what we're going what we have what we deal with as human beings in so many different capacities and in different ways Um, but we we do have the ability to handle it we are equipped and we always like we're we're never alone in it and I think that sometimes it can feel very lonely when you're trying to navigate that and just remembering that 
we're never alone in any of that. Mm-hmm. And there's purpose in the change that is happening. It is how we grow emotionally. It's how we grow closer to the Lord. It, it's good. It's good. It doesn't always feel good, but mm-hmm. it is part of what we have to do to just keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's how we get from here to there. Yep. <laughs> we can't get from here to there without some change and without having to walk through those uh, those those shifts and just hard to navigate sometimes. But we are absolutely equipped. We are. We are, girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Do you have any, any other last words and nuggets of wisdom? I don't. Okay. I I mean, you dropped a whole bunch of good ones, so. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) All of them are out there. You've heard them all. All right. Well, I guess in that case, we will just go through some just announcements that we have. Just have a couple pretty standard stuff. Um, Eden gathering. Well, how I know we were off for the month of April because of Easter and all that good stuff, but we will be back on the 20th, May 20th and Mm -hmm. 6.30, like always, Mm -hmm. same deal. Uh, We will then have another podcast that will be out on the 27th, the following Friday. Um, Sure. Aloysia will be- What's the date? Aloysia is going to be delivering the message on the 20th. And so we will yep. be talking about that. So that'll, that'll be good. And then there is a barbecue in the works for June for kind of the mm-hmm. you know summer kickoff end of the season for Eden Syndic. Yep. So, say. so more right. details to come on all that goodness. So that's it. Just yeah. pretty, pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. We're kind of cruising in, cruising yeah. into the kind of quote unquote finish line before summer. We do always uh, eating gatherings. Yeah, take a break for July and August. So mm-hmm. back in just September. Kind of cruising in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, will All right. You- thanks, Aim, for the announcements. Will you pray for us? I will. I will. Yay. I will. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just want to, you know, I I feel compelled to just give an offering of praise for transition. Um, a place of gratitude for transition. Cause like we just said here at the end, like ultimately without them, we can't move from here to there. Um, and we know you're in them. We know that there, we know they're hard. Um, and we know sometimes we um, are able to cling to you and rely on you and we maybe navigate them really well. And there are other times we're so resistant and just so almost just defiant against them that we don't do them so well. Um, we pray Lord God right now for all transitions that are happening. We pray your peace over them. We pray your, um, comfort over people who are in the midst of them. We pray easy paths, Lord God, um, that it would be clear on how to make the transition complete. Um, we just know that you're so with us in it. And that's not just for the big ones or the seasonal ones, but that's for the day-to-day too. Mm-hmm. Um, I just praise you, God, for just being with us every single day. And as we can, as we do some of the mundane stuff and we every day have these, the same kinds of transitions, we have to transition from 
morning time to afternoon time, from afternoon time to evening time, and all the different, you know, those kinds of transitions. They feel some type of way, but they also can be so mundane and just, we can just go through them and not even be paying attention. Maybe we don't even know that they bug us. Maybe we don't even notice a pattern in the midst of them, um, that we're actually triggered by them or struggling in them. Um, may you help us to notice a little bit more and help us to see your presence in them because we know that you're with us all the time. You promise to be with us all the time. Um, but we want to be aware of that. We want to be aware of your presence. We want to say yes to you in the midst of it. Um, we want to cling to you in the hard ones. Um, we just want you to teach us a new and better way. Um, we lay all of them at your feet um, and invite you in, surrender them to you. And we just pray that you would help us to be here for one another in the midst of them too. Give ourselves grace, give one another grace, um, challenge each other um, in, in the most kind and gentle ways. Like Amy was saying, like maybe we'll see things um, that need to be kind of pointed out, um, but also, you know, be affirming. Um, just help us to be good sisters in Christ to one another, well, brothers, <laughs> as we um, walk through these inevitable things, Lord God. We love you and we trust them to you. We trust ourselves to you. We ask you to help us, to strengthen us, to form us, to change us. Um, we lay all these things at your feet, Jesus. In your holy and precious name we pray, amen. Amen.